The Fake Show is proud to welcome our newest sponsor, Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. The law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, Hash House A Go Go, Brew City Brand Apparel, and Mr. Antenna. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofty. Actor, comedian, Finesse Mitchell has got a new Showtime comedy special and news of a new sitcom. Finesse was on one of my favorite shows called Roadies on Showtime. It was produced by Cameron Crowe and J.J. Abrams and canceled way too soon. Of course, he burst onto the scene as a regular cast member on Saturday Night Live and did great impressions of Morgan Freeman, Gail King, and O.J. Simpson. Finesse, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great man absolutely have you ever played here in las vegas i do tropicana all the time the last factory at the tropicana i used to do the uh playboy comedy and at the palms and then i play texas hold'em every time i'm out there we appreciate you uh, donating some money to the cause <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Congratulations on the new Showtime special. You must be excited about that. And I, I'm wondering what the prep time is for something like that. It depends, man. I mean, if, 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 if you're ready within like 16 months, because I think a good comic, if they're on the stage, you know, like at least three or four times out the week, in a, in a good year and a half, you should be ready for a special, depending on how you work. And in other right. people, man, it could take four, four years, you know, to just get, you know, comics are still such freaky people do we perfectionists you know what i mean so it's like it could take forever i've talked to other comedians and and you're right they they get it down to the point where they're finally happy with it yeah because that's that's the way i was like every time i was happy with my one hour uh none of the networks were ready for me so then it's like okay they saw the material that i want to do and now they're like oh uh, yeah we saw that i'm like yeah it's the same material no, I want you to do something different. No, do what they ask. I watched you on another Showtime show, and I was a big fan of this series, Roadies. I love that show, and I'm wondering why. <laughs> I'm wondering why that why it went away because I was disappointed. Hey, come on now, I'm still I'm still mad. <laughs> I'm still mad. I'm like, yeah. who cancels Cameron Crowe and J.J. Abrams? Right. Yeah, man, I had made a couple of purchases thinking I was good for at least three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> couple, a couple cars, a house, right? Got a girlfriend. That's I can afford one of those now. Sometimes I feel like there are shows that are maybe a little too inside. I mean, did, did you ever get that feeling? That, and maybe that's the reason. Uh, I, think, I, I think it was an internal thing where, you know, Rhodey was spending a lot of money, and we yeah. didn't get that big blast of an audience right off the bat it was just spending a lot of money and uh and everything was expensive on that show the concerts and then cameron crow and then i you know and then they had to pay me my you know my three dollars a show you know what i mean that it was getting <laughs> pricey man what was it like working with legendary guys like cameron crow and jj abrams it was great cameron was a sweetheart and instantly got why he's one of the best director writers in the business with Jerry Maguire and Past Times and Ridgemont and all his classics. And then J.J. was, you know, J.J. is J.J. You know, J.J. is small in stature, but he's so powerful, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so smart, and that was great. But I also had a chance to work with a great cast because this is the first time I ever got to work with Ron White, and then we became buddies and did a couple of tour dates together. And I was a huge fan of Blue Collar Comedy Tour, a rapper, a rapper, MGK, or Machine Gun Kelly, who's out there trying to battle Eminem right now. 
he was a great actor, getting to know him. Do you remember getting the, the gig on Saturday Night Live and, and what that meant to you to to get that and be part of that show? Oh, man, that was a life changer. Movie is a life changer. I was sleeping on my, my friend's couch in L.A. at least minimum two years, at least two and a half years. And it was crazy. That could have been a sitcom in itself for him to be entertaining girls or have company over. And him saying, hey, man, yeah, we need the couch. <laughs> get a break. Uh, Tracy Morgan was leaving Saturday Night Live. And to be able to have the right material at the right time and, and, and the right information to even audition and to get into that uh, network of people auditioning and they get all the way down to me, Keenan Thompson, J.B. Smoove, and uh, D. Ray Davis. And they ended up picking up me and Keenan Thompson. And asked JB to be a writer. And it was an amazing time, man. We we ripped up New York. I partied myself right off that show. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you won't be, you won't be the last either, I suppose. I mean, <laughs> I know Keenan, who was now the longest running cast member on the show. That's two thousand three, and he's still there. You know what? I I heard that. I talked to uh, Daryl Hammond recently, and, and he said, uh, yeah, he's the guy who passed me. More power to him because I love him. And one of the things I talked to uh, Daryl about, and, and you probably have some insight on this, and they seem to be bringing in more and more celebrities and to do different characters. Daryl, I know, was a little bit heartbroken that they took Trump away from him and gave it to Alec Baldwin. Maybe you can speak to that. Does it take away from, you know, your time on camera. Absolutely. You know, I, I never really question Lauren and what he does because I like working. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> at the same time, I'm like, man, I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day, and they were telling me, man, Daryl Hammond was a way better Trump than Alec Baldwin. But, I ain't gonna lie, I like Alec Baldwin just personally. Like, he, right. you know, he's a monster. Alec can do anything. Yeah. And, uh, and so him and Lauren are such good friends that, you know, what do you say? If, if Alex says he wants to do it, I think you kind of waste star power. And even though your SNL loyalists are so used to seeing Daryl as Trump, I think he kind of had to let Alex do what he wanted to do. You know what I mean? Uh, because Alex did Lauren a favor by being, th being on 30 Rock with Tina Fey, you know? I'm sure this is something that Alec probably really wanted to do, and, and Lauren just couldn't say no. And it's not like it's hurting the show, but for people who know about Daryl Hammond and his Trump, they, they are also disappointed. But, I, yeah, I can understand why Daryl feels that way. Yeah, and I don't think that he made a big uh, deal out of it. I, it's just one of those things that's out there. Yeah, he did, uh, on the inside. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah? I know, I don't know, but... <laughs> I'm bringing it <laughs> I'm just going in that direction, yeah, just bringing in stars to, like, play the roles that the cast members could actually play and so instead of you know you playing it you you watching another person come in and be a guest star and and take away a role you could have that could have made you famous you know and by the way you were on that show for those what was it three seasons where it, it's kind of going through a second or third or fourth renaissance isn't it i mean it was kind of another golden era for that show yeah man we had some dope cast members like when i was there i can't say that Great cast members are, um, and memorable sketches and, and just lifelong experiences and lessons. But, you know, the, the Maya Rudolphs and the Andy Polers and the Tina Fey, Jimmy Fallon and Seth Myers. And then our new pups, because me and Keenan, we came in, but we had Will Forte and Fred Armisen. But then when we, when we got Jason Sudeikis and Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader, 
was one of the most talented cast they probably ever had in the history of the show. By the way, before I let you go, I'm hearing a rumor that you have been cast in the spinoff of The Middle. Is that happening? It is not a rumor, my brother. God has blessed me twice. Friday <laughs> night, and then next year, 2019, Finesse Mitchell will be able to pay make his car payments. ABC. Time for a new girlfriend, I guess, right, Finesse? Uh, uh, no, not a new. Another. another. <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you, and everything's going on for you now. I couldn't be happier for you. The Showtime special, the middle spinoff. Great catching up. Nice to talk to you, Finesse. Good luck to you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. You know, we didn't even get into the story of Finesse Mitchell playing college football at Miami on the same team as Dwayne Johnson and Warren Sapp. His special is running now on Showtime called Finesse Mitchell, The Spirit Told Me to Tell You. That wraps up this edition of The Fake Show. Thanks for listening. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll catch you next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.